Hey everybody, welcome into the Dublin to Denver podcast on the Mile High Report podcast network. Michael McQueen here, joined by Colin Cronin, Stuart Roach. Welcome in. Big week for the Broncos. First off, I, sorry I wasn't here last week. Want to wish Stuart a very happy birthday. How are you, Stuart? Good? Good, yeah, yeah. I got a very pleasant uh, birthday surprise on Sunday evening, which was, was absolutely, totally unexpected. So, uh, yeah, I, I may not have been in the in, in the prime of my health while I was watching the Broncos game, but I, I certainly felt a lot better uh, at the at the end, if you put it that way. So thank you very much for your birthday wishes. But yeah, but yeah, very, very pleasantly surprised I was on Sunday evening. I hope you're feeling better, man. Colin, as Stuart said there, good news on Sunday. I didn't see that coming. A lot of people didn't see it coming. The Broncos with a 30 burger against the against the Dallas Cowboys winning 30 to six winning 30 to 16 but at one point the, the Cowboys for most of the game had zippity doodah in terms of points uh, what a performance man yeah it's it was the performance of the the Vic Fangio era and there's probably a couple of things that that stand out from it the how uh, good Denver were on both sides of the ball in in many ways i mean the the teddy pass to to tim patrick is probably the the one that stands out but the fourth down stops when the cowboys go for it and you heard the players talk about that having such a big impact and kind of setting the tone but Stuart and i talked about it the the turning point in this game was the the kind of the the punt muff punt recovery whatever way you want to call it um I've been watching the game 30 years and never seen it, never come across it. I think Stuart is uh, just at that, that smidge longer and he'd never come across it either. If they had had that and that was early in the third quarter, that would have totally changed it. But the they were wildly celebrating because they thought, my goodness, here we have this chance. Once um, the, the rule became clear and we got the ball back and then Javante went on that run, the air was completely gone from that. Um, stadium the entirety of the second half I mean Broncos country showed up big anyway and you could hear them throughout the first but from that moment onwards it was nothing but Broncos country it's it's an interesting one we've heard Jerry Jones come out this week he seems um, very unimpressed with the team and with Mike McCarthy they were overconfident they were flat the only cowboy who showed up on the day was Micah Parsons Um, but it, it goes back to to an overconfidence and arrogance Gil Brandt, Stuart and I had talked about in the podcast last week where he said, like, should they rest Dak for this game because they thought it was such a, a gimme? Well, the Broncos saw that, and that was certainly, uh, you know, food for thought, I'm sure, and discussion in the locker room. So, you know, you'd have to say that really pleasing performance overall against a very good Cowboys team. It, this is a huge game, I think, coming up at the weekend. Before we look at the weekend, I, I echo your thoughts, Colin. To, to be fair, I was stunned. I thought we were going to get absolutely trounced. You know, we were talking, Stuart, for weeks about there was a big defeat coming. And I th- I don't think anybody, and I've seen some people on Sunday nights, some people on Monday morning sliding into my DMs and, and calling me out. And I'm like, look, you know, this is a team that went to Cleveland and got beat against the third string Cleveland team, beat against... Uh, Case Keenum, a team that had not shown up after week three. On you know, and let's be clear here: the win against Washington wasn't a good win, so they weren't in a good position going into this game. And I think anybody that's a fan is entitled to an opinion for a start. But anybody as a fan could see that there were issues with the team. Now, for the team Stewart to come out and perform like that against the Cowboys, 
with the current state the Cowboys are in is for me beyond impressive. But the one thing that I'll say now before I get your thoughts on the game, Stuart, is this. They cannot rest on their laurels. And that's the one thing that I'm now concerned about going into the weekend against Philly. This Broncos team need to move forward. I would be concerned that maybe they'll look at this game and go, oh yeah, we beat the Cowboys. Nobody's going to care less in three months if they beat the Cowboys in week nine or not. It's what they do to improve that. And with that AFC West so close together, this is now a huge opportunity at the weekend for the Broncos. But your opinion on, on the game, Stuart? Yeah, I, I, as Colin was saying, I think we spoke in that moment. You know that that was a, you know that was a break. I think the Broncos may not have had because I think if that game was sixteen seven at the start of the third quarter, then the Cowboys, as poor as they had been and as well as the Broncos had played, you, you kind of feel that that game could have been turned around pretty quickly. Um, the, the Broncos were, were were brilliant. They did the things I think that we've we've wanted them to do. Like they had almost two hundred yards rushing. Um, Javante Williams obviously had that highlight reel, the, the sort of the, the 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 mini beast quake moment, the sort of um, the Marshawn Lynch sort of tribute act from a while ago. Um, but he was he was brilliant all night. Like he he's his tackle breaking ability is is just off the charts. I think we'd we'd hoped he was going to have a big rookie campaign. Um, he's just immense. He, he's a, he's a you know maybe too early to say this. We we're talking about who's the front face of the franchise in regards to. To you know, someone stepping up after Von Miller has left. Simmons is mentioned quite frequently, but I think Javante could be the guy on offense who's the one that becomes because he's just he's got he's got that sort of it factor. Um, so I I think yeah, to me like either the Cowboys, as is their want, um, despite how sort of poor they've been for so long now, um, they may have been suffering from believing their own hype. They may have been arrogant. I'm not sure Dak Prescott was 100% fit, to be honest with you. He certainly didn't. Gil Brandt may have been correct in in asking for Cooper Rush to start, but not for the reason that he had uh, mentioned. Um, Ezekiel Elliott seemed to get injured quite early. So and I think the Cowboys had one of those days where anything that could have gone wrong was just, was, was about to go wrong. But you, you have to say that like some of the Broncos' defenders stepped up as well. I mean... The secondary played better. Uh, Jonathan Cooper was outstanding. I think the, you know, the the guy um, Young who who didn't seem overly impressed about landing on the Broncos, having been shipped over from the Rams, um, has been superb at middle linebacker since he's come in. And the guy that they got from the Vikings, um, Stevenson, I think the pass rusher. I'm not sure if he's 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 only maybe got one or two sacks, but he seems to be one of those guys that constantly. Is in and around the quarterback and affecting play. So some two very good mid-season pickups there. So kudos to George Payne. But yeah, look, a great, great performance. This is a very strange Broncos team in that you don't really know what's coming next. I think you've seen absolutely that may be the ceiling, and there's no, there's absolutely no shame in that. The Cowboys were considered one of the top teams in the NFL going into that game, um, but you've shown now that. That when things click and when you know when you get a break when you start to roll early when you when you call the correct plays I think Shermer takes flack here deservedly but I think he got it right at the weekend and um, you can beat one of the best teams in the NFL in their backyard. Let's not forget that a couple of weeks ago, as you said, we lost Case Keenum in a third string running back. We also got walloped by the Raiders at home. So I think we're still trying to find out what this Broncos team is. Um, I think we'll. 
have a much better idea soon. And I think the Eagles, which I'm sure we're going to talk about now, is a really interesting game because, as you said, brilliant to go and beat the Cowboys in Texas. It kind of really would be back to square one, though, if you lose at home to the Eagles. So I, this is this is a really intriguing game. I'm really excited for the game on Sunday. And it's I probably haven't been excited for a Broncos game as much in years because I feel, Colin, that this is a chance now for us to really take a step forward. And we, and we have to be optimistic. It's hard not to be after that performance in Jerry World. Looking ahead to Sunday, Colin, going up against this Eagles team that done very well in Detroit, but have stumbled a little bit since. We're not really sure where they're at. Uh, don't know what your thoughts on Sirianni are, but uh, how do you see this game going on Sunday, Colin? I think it's probably a big game for both sides. I think the Eagles are trying to figure out this year if they have a franchise QB and if they have a head coach. And I think the jury's still out a little bit on all of them. I do like a lot of what Jalen Hurts brings to the table. And I do think he sticks in a game and he doesn't panic. I think that's a, a trait that you can't can teach a QB. And he doesn't make stupid decisions most of the time all qbs make bad decisions sometimes but i don't think he makes stupid decisions i think this is a, an eagle side that have shown over recent weeks that you know they can run the ball quite well and if you go back to their loss to the cowboys they ran the ball a total of five times, which was ridiculous the, that they they did that. Um, they've gone much more towards running the ball. And they they beat a very good charge or they were beaten by a very good charger side at the weekend, but that's a serious charger side at, at times. And it's a charger side that has issues. And I, I think the way you can run on them and the way they run the ball are both issues, but they're still a, a very good team. So losing to them by a field goal, I don't think there's a, any shame in that. Um, and the Eagles team showed that if if they're when they're up against a bad team, they can put a beat down on them. But all that said, this is a team the Broncos should be beating. This is a game the Broncos should be winning. Um, it's it's about the attitude, right? It's about bringing it, it in, in in the right way. It's a shame that we won't see um, Pat Sertain up against Devonta Smith. I think that would have been a fascinating matchup. Unfortunately, it looks like while the injury knee injury isn't as bad as we first feared, I think he's likely to be out on, on Sunday from what I understand. I think the other thing that was interesting from last week, and, and we'll roll it into this week, is the... Oh, um, the O-line, right? Without bowls, we, there was this big panic about what was going to happen. They look good they, they, at times. There's still issues in pass protection. I do I do think that. Um, I think at times Teddy gets, as soon as he gets the ball in his hand, he almost has guys in, in his face. And so I'm, I'm intrigued to see how that will go um, against the, the Eagles. But I think we, we should be able to match up quite well. Tim Patrick is playing fantastically well. Judy has come back and that makes a, an enormous difference. And while Corlin Sutton wasn't explosive last week, he drew penalties from Diggs. I, I liked as well that we identified a target last week. We identified Diggs as the weak link clearly and we went at him and went at him and went at him and weren't 
too uh, scared of him making an explosive play. So I'm very interested to see how we approach this game. But the attitude has to be right. We cannot do, you know, what the Cowboys did where you think, oh, yeah, we've, we've got this one up. We're at home. And I think ju- just to reflect back, Stuart made the point that Cooper Rush should, should have started because Dak wasn't 100%. I think once Dak was known to be fit, the Cowboys thought, ah, we've nothing to be worried about here. We're winning this game. You, you, there are there are no gimmies in this league. The, the Bills found that out last weekend. What do you think, Stuart, man? Yeah, I think um, it's, it's a peculiar one because I think if we had lost that game against the Cowboys, which... You know, I think we we kind of let's be honest, we we we'd expect it to. Um, you'd have to think then that the Broncos' season was was more or less kind of done. You know what I mean? Given the strength of the schedule coming up, um, but the fact of the matter is now that like instead of being four and five going into this game against the Eagles and having massive pressure on you because the bye week is coming up, and if you go in four and six into your bye week, then the season is absolutely finished. Um. The Broncos now somehow in a really peculiar kind of way have found themselves with an opportunity to go six and four going into their bye week. If you're six and four going into your bye week in a in a peculiar AFC West, because it is a peculiar AFC West, because it looks like, you know, anytime a team has been handed the opportunity to kind of get a little bit of daylight between them and, and, and the chasing pack, they haven't really taken it. So like the charges are are on top of the AFC West, but they're like half a game ahead of us. Like the Broncos are currently at the bottom of the AFC West, which, you know, but still there's, there's, there's really nothing in it. So, you know, as I said, you find yourself six and four. Now there are a, a sort of a slew of division games coming up. I know we've said before, you've got that one game against the Lions. It's a, it's a gimme. Um, and then there's, there's the rest of them are games that are going to be tricky and, and they include divisional games, but really like, this is the year that we, we, we need to be taking a game off the chiefs. I don't know if we're going to beat them twice, but you have to beat them once. But like, you know, given where we were when Case Keenum beat us, um, given when we were when the Raiders absolutely, you know, made, mockery of us at home you would have bitten the hand off somebody to say six and four going into your bye week now as colin pointed out you need to show up with the correct attitude the eagles are are a tough team like they're they're three and six but bar i think one game um that colin touched on against the cowboys the eagles have been pretty much in every game that they've played like they're losing games by a couple of points here and there doesn't take much for that to swing your way and you know you get a lucky break like we got with the punt you know, you get a kickoff return. Um, I mean, just to, as an aside, it was such an unbelievably brilliant Broncos performance that that Tom McMahon and Vic Fangio's challenges um, still reared their ugly heads, but they didn't matter because the Broncos <laughs> played so well. Um, but in in a tight game, those kind of things can make a difference. So the Eagles are dangerous. They're they're a kind of a they're they're kind of the way the Cowboys probably should have regarded us last week going into this game. The Cowboys obviously looked like they took the Broncos for granted, despite paying lip service to the fact that there's no easy games in the NFL. They certainly acted like they thought there was. So we need to be careful. Um, we need to continue what we did well. Um, Colin touched on it. There are some issues now on the offensive line. Like the, the, the injuries are getting kind of serious. Like Graham Glasgow is gone there for the season as well, which is that's another tough loss. Um, and I think the Eagles do bring some decent interior pressure. I think their leading sack um, is, is, a, is a defensive tackle, Hargreaves, I think. 
Um, so, you know, they're a tough team. They're a team that needs to be respected. Um, but there's a really, really an exciting opportunity now um, that it's within grasp of the Broncos. And to be honest with you, since Gary Kubiak um, left the team. And Stuart has been cut off mid-sentence because his internet is woeful. And I can promise people in America listening that we don't have potatoes for Wi-Fi over here. I'm actually getting Virgin Media installed in my estate column, which is a big deal for us up here. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Have you anything else to add before we take our picks? Um, just one final point maybe on what you're touched on because when I sat down the other day and the kickoff and I thought, oh my God, here we go. 54 yards. Oh no, here we go. This is it. Um, and in fairness to the Broncos, that was... Um, you know the the worst probably play that they gave up all day it was great apart from that other than um and it didn't matter uh, i still don't understand big fangio's challenge in the um third quarter on the the incomplete pass but anyway it didn't matter the broncos were 30 points up on the cowboys uh until the like five minutes to go and the other the other thing that was a bit strange not in relation to us but i don't understand why the cowboys had dak running in a two-point conversion that's your franchise qb and okay you've had a bad day but you're hoping to go to the playoffs mike mccarthy i would say the seat is pretty warm there unless they win the super bowl i could see jerry pulling the plug did Sunday saved Vic Fangio's career in Denver. It it all depends on how it plays out. Like if if the Broncos don't win and don't have a winning season, then sun, Sunday was a, a a lovely victory. Um, but ultimately pointless. So a huge amount rests on the the rest of the season, and that's why I think winning this game against the Eagles is so important because it's a game where the Broncos are favourites. They should win it, be, and and then you get your bye, and then you face into a really tough stretch. Other than that Lions game, but you still have to show up because we've seen the Lions play hard at times. We've also seen uh, them, you know, get get beaten down at times. But you're looking at it and you're talking about the Chargers twice, the Chiefs twice, away um, in Vegas to the Raiders and the Bengals, who seem, you know, uh, even though they haven't looked, obviously didn't look good last weekend, but overall they've been impressive this this season so it's it's very tough after the bye you'd love to be going in uh, on a on a high into the bye having beaten the the eagles that's why i think this is so important this game absolutely um stewart's going with the broncos to beat the eagles this weekend uh, he hasn't given us a score prediction but i'm presuming he's gonna go con- oh stewart's back stewart you, you were just telling us on whatsapp that you're going with the broncos to beat the eagles in the weekend is that true? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I think the Broncos are going to win this one um, by a touchdown. I think you're looking at something like 27-20. Why, Stuart? Uh, because I think I, I think they have been handed an opportunity that they didn't expect. I think that there's enough experience in the team now. There's there's players there that are that are. I, I think it was Draymond Jones last year, or maybe he he was sort of talking about how. When he was at a higher stage, all he was used to was winning. Um, so he couldn't get his head around the fact that they were losing every week last season. Um, so I think you've got players like, you know, you've got your Cortland Sutton, you've got guys like Jerry Judy. I know Pat Sertan isn't playing now, but I think this week probably. But like, there's enough good players in that team that you would think will 
grasp this opportunity because they don't come around very often and they didn't look like they were it was going to come around this season um so i i think now there's a really really tantalizing kind of goal there in front of them and i think they'll take it um and i think they will go into the bye week six and four and then suddenly you've you've basically started a whole new mini season um and if you can go what five and two four and three in that kind of those seven games that are left i think you've got a great chance of getting a wild card now what happens after that it doesn't matter but that would have to be considered to be a successful season um if 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 you know whether or not you want vic to be still there next year i think the 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 word on the street was always if Fangio gets to the playoffs he's going to stay so I think you look at this point surely Broncos fans would take even being in the mix going into the last few seasons you know because this this stops us becoming the Cleveland Browns from 15 years ago you know I think we do need to get into the playoffs or at least as we said in the very first week in this program at least be in the shakeup going into week 16 and 17. That has to happen this season. And week 18 as well. No, is, is there 18 weeks now? Is there? I can't even there remember is, anymore. There is a, yes, there is. If you include the bye week, yeah, week, week 18. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that we sort of touched on, what we haven't really touched on very quickly, is the state of that division. The West, the Bennett boys. I, I think the Chargers are going to win it as it stands. The Chiefs are intriguing. I don't know what the hell is going on there. They have to play us twice. Who knows what's going to happen? It really is one for down the stretch. I think, though, from looking at the Eagles over the last three or four weeks, the Broncos have no excuses. As we keep saying on this show, they need to win this game. They will win this game by a touchdown. Ted Bridgewater, two touchdowns, 250 passing yards, and a handoff to Javante Williams. Colm, who have you got in Sunday to round the show off? Yeah, I think the Broncos will win it. Uh, I do think it's really important. I think the fact that the West is so open puts some extra pressure on Vic Fangio because before the season started, we we all thought the Chiefs were the team to beat, right? And at this point, if you'd said the Chiefs were going to be five, you'd gone, no chance. The Chiefs are going to be at seven or eight. And you you thought the, the Chargers were quite clearly the second strongest team. And I really like what Herbert has done. I like a lot of what Brandon Staley has done, but I do think they have issues. And all of a sudden, a, a Broncos team that, you know, we know all about the issues because we're up close to it. Um, but they, they're there or thereabouts. And if you have the opportunity, you have to take advantage of it. And you you do have a great opportunity against an Eagles side that is definitely finding its identity. Um, you know, this is a first-year head coach. This is um, a quarterback who doesn't exactly have massive amounts of experience. And it's not like they have an outstanding running back to take some of the, the pressure off of him. So they also, remember, they traded Zach Ertz. So, you know, they they lost a, a big player for them. Obviously, we lost a more significant player in Von Miller. But um, Zach Ertz was a significant player for them, and they were willing to, to move on. So I am going to go with the Broncos to win this. Neither of these sides tend to put up a huge number of points. Obviously, we put 30 on the Cowboys. They put 41 or 42 on the Lions a few weeks back. I'm going to say that the Broncos win one probably by a field goal, 24-21. Okay, I like it. Hopefully, we're all celebrating the win next week and we get a longer chat next week when we've got more time. I want to thank you lads for coming on, boys, and thank everybody for listening to this podcast. 
please feel free to subscribe to the Malhai Report podcast. Shorter podcast this week. We'll be back a little bit longer next week to recap the Eagles game and chill, uh, chill out for a week, which I'm which I'm really looking forward to. Guys, for now, thanks so much. Go Broncos, chat to you soon. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. we'll figure it out right lads i gotta go and um get some food um sure i will catch up with jesus